welcome back. Sorry, that was my cue. Sorry, sorry about that. Welcome back, everyone. It's a 50 milliliter podcast. Lots happened since the last time we spoke. Trash. <laughs> Four of the biggest ones right here. I wanted to ask you guys, since we heard that interesting perspective of Greg on the NFL draft and his monologue, uh, they were Tennessee Titans fans, for those that don't know. I'm not sure if they still are. But I wanted to know what you guys thought of when you heard this sound. If you were watching the draft, if you haven't heard it, I want you to hear it. What's going on here? Yeah, not, like, like, hey, like, what's, what, why are they picking right now? Well, our good buddy, Ian Rappaport, always just giving us the details. Let's go. How about <laughs> this tree that just went down? Wow, we thought it was going to be Debo Samuel. Turns out A.J. Brown stole the show here. Yeah, the Eagles getting A.J. Brown. Wow. Tennessee, the 18th overall Woo. pick, not to mention a third rounder, which is 101 overall. You're excited, Cynthia. I, first of all, that's a, okay, Eagles, I see you. I see what you're doing here, Eagles. That's incredible. AJ Brown didn't want to be there and he didn't want they didn't want to pay him there. Then they, you know, sunk costs, right? They got to figure it out and now they can create their draft strategy to <laughs> You give us all those dislikes about the draft and then arguably the second best player on what I think is used to be your favorite team gets traded. What were you guys' thoughts when you got that update? Um, Anyone? I didn't believe it. Um, you know, goes back to what we were saying. Pay the motherfuckers. Um, pay AJ. Why aren't you paying AJ? I, I don't understand. Uh, I mean, who was t- who was tanning when AJ was off the field? I don't know, but I'm not the GM. I'm not the organization. Uh, it hurts, man. Uh, it hurts. <laughs> it, it it did hurt. Um, I think it's as a fan. I will say that I'm not gonna ever intentionally be a hypocrite. Um, I didn't watch any of the draft coverage. I found out via text messages from you know 50 people that AJ Brown was Same. traded, and then ultimately the alerts from you know Sleeper and Yahoo and you know, every outlet that I have, I, I don't have notifications turned on on many applications on my phone. So mainly text messages. Uh, does it make me dislike the organization? No, I think that AJ Brown, you know, I don't know that the, the cause I don't know who all was in the audio that you sent other than Rappaport, but um, I didn't think that it was, there was any evidence that AJ Brown quote, didn't want to be there. I think it was pretty clear that he wanted to be paid like an elite wide receiver. And I think a lot of people consider him elite. I consider him elite. I'm sure Ryan Tannehill considers him elite. And at the end of the day, everything that I said holds true, reigns true. It's as clear as ever when you're talking about this, right? The reason that you have to relinquish A.J. Brown is because there's a salary cap, because the owners aren't willing to expose themselves. And, oh, I can I can put this product on the field, but I'm not willing to go this length because we have to have salary caps so that we can still make, even with shit football teams, a grandiose amount of money. And so am I mad at the organization? No, I thought the organization did a pretty good job of, like, doing what they could to get out of you know, being just, for lack of a better phrase, stuck with their dick in their hands. Because, right, like, if if AJ does decide to hold out, then you're talking about an all-pro that you don't get to use at all. And so you go knock on a couple doors. You know, this is this is the same thing in other sports where people get mad at the ownership for not trying to make a move. Really, Jimmy, 
I don't know why he like echoed multiple times like oh the the used to like the Titans I don't know if they did like well I didn't, really? I didn't know if this you know was the final straw the well we can't all back. be you know like After you and LeBron monologue. just follow <laughs> LeBron James around the monologue was about the draft not about the Titans I mean right. did you listen I know it was about the draft James. I. I, I don't just follow players around like you have for 20 years with LeBron, Jim, but uh, I love Brick. I like I like the Titans, man. And uh, it sucked. Yeah. But can you complain about, you know, at least getting a receiver that has, you know, six two size, you know, six two with speed and, you know, kind of fits the mold of, of, of what A.J. Brown kind of looked like coming out of Ole Miss. Is he going to be A.J. Brown? Probably not because who is? You know, Travis Kelsey said he's the ultimate cheat code. Uh, it hurt. You never want to – but it's more common than ever, right? Like, and you cannot get – as a fan, if you're going to be a fan of an organization, you have to just commit to whatever that organization is going to do unless you're a Cincinnati Reds fan. That's just pure – uh, blasphemy of of running an organization in North America, but that's a separate conversation for another day. Uh, but no, it, it's a good question by you. Even though I lashed out at you a little bit there, uh, it is a good question by you. It's all I right. was content. It's all right. hey, I, I was content. It's unfortunate, right? We like seeing AJ of course up with the tight. No, I just and... I thought it echoed it perfectly because Greg went on that rant and then. To give it the best example, it just had to be from your team of all. Right, of course. Of you can't other- Greg can't Greg can't say something without having it oh. shoved straight up his backside. Up his candy ass. Up my candy Rudy Poo. Uh boo hoo. Cry me a river, Greg, you idiot. No. Um the the only distinguishing I have here is that because of that salary cap is the only reason why they couldn't pay him. Like, there's no magical moves that you can make at that point from this point moving forward with all the free agents off the board and all these teams that have rosters that are, you know, marching towards finalization as you enter spring train or training camp. Sorry. Um, they, 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 they were like, what are you going to do? Just find somebody to take Bud Dupree or like, oh, hey, somebody, you want, you want Tannehill? Like anybody want Tannehill? Like if you lose Tannehill, then you pay AJ Brown, then you're, you know, you're going to have to get Malik Willis or you're going to have to get somebody immediately to be able to work with AJ Brown or his value is going to fall off the map anyway. So what what were they supposed to do there other than what they did? They drafted a corner in the second. They got a offensive tackle who has a lot of upside but has a lot of room for improvement and, you know, rough around the edges in the third round. Um, and, you know, they ended up getting a tight end, another corner, some backers. And, yeah, obviously the big takeaway is Malik. That's what I wanted the, part two of my question. This could go on for 10 years, a nice joke between – Obviously, someone's going to get the shit under the stick, either you two or me, because the Steelers passed up on Malik Willis and took Kenny Pickett, and everyone was saying Malik was the guy to take, and it's funny that the Titans end up with them. So are the Steelers going to be geniuses? Are you guys just going to be laughing in my face if this guy's running around making deep bomb throws at this new receiver you got, getting first down, the RPO with Henry? It's interesting to to say. I think that the Steelers made a good decision because why not bring the kid that literally played in that stadium, right? Like Pittsburgh's home games. Yeah, they're playing. The only difference is the locker room. So, no locker room. No. Uh. But anyway, Pickett's. I don't know what his upside is. I don't know if he's going to be any. Judging their college performances. 
is so much different than what they can be in the pros because otherwise Justin Herbert would have clearly been the number one overall pick in the draft, right? Like it's not even a debate. So if you knew what you did now, yeah, he's number one. (laughs) Right. And so, you know, we always do this. Baker Mayfield was number one overall. Sam Bradford was number one overall. Jamarcus Russell, number one overall. Matt Stafford, Alex Smith. You know, you usually get a decent quarterback out of there. Sometimes you get nothing. You know, I so it's like down the road. I thought the Steelers made a good pick. I thought the Titans made a good value pick. I don't think anybody thought Malik Willis was going to be there then. Um, I, I I didn't want to segue into this really too soon, but the whole – and I'm not even defending Ryan Tannehill because, you know, I have plenty of complaints, but the guy's such a competitor and he's tough and he had a rough year last year getting it knocked on the ground a lot, hit hard, and, you know, didn't have a – a ton to work with without Henry, without AJ, without Julio for the majority of the year. And he's throwing to Anthony Ferkser. You don't even know who that is. Nobody knows who that is. Um, Jeff Swain. Nobody knows who you are. Um, and even their fourth and fifth string receivers got hurt. I'm not mad at the guy, but the whole, I think he's taken a little bit of a bashing due to lack of context with the headline of it's not my job to mentor Malik Willis. He was saying that, like, out of respect, because if you listen to the press conference, which sadly I did because I'm a schmuck, um, I... (laughs) You love him. Tannehill was saying it, like, big picture. He's like, yeah, you know, Malik's coming in. He's like, you know, we have a lot of... Like, I don't think it's my job to mentor him. I'm glad to have him in here. We have a good quarterback room. But all the, the sponging, you know, headlines in the media and the clickbait, it was just immediately... Tannehill will not mentor Malik Willis and and Tannehill this and Tan- and even Robert Griffin coming out saying oh RG3 oh it's not your job to mentor it's all it's a quarterback's job to lead I'm like RG3 what do you know about leadership you second place <laughs> you bastard in the pan I'm just saying like d- could he have worded it more politically and more headline friendly yes I think the Tannehill's made a lot of mistakes in, on the field, but I don't think the guy really makes mistakes off the field. And if this is something that people consider a mistake, so be it. But if you listen to the entire context of the remarks, it was not in any way like, uh, not my problem, Malik Willis, who's that? No, no. It was more like, hey, man, he's a stud. He's a star. We have coaches in place. It's going to be a good quarterback room, and I don't really think it's my job to mentor him. Kind of like saying, who am I to mentor mentor Malik Willis? What if he's better than me? Is is the undertones I gathered from that. I don't know if Alex or you have a different opinion on that. I just thought he's been taking kind of a bashing. I'm like, if you're going to bash Tannehill, bash his performance on the field. Don't necessarily bash him for this. I think it's kind of just low ball, gas bag media looking for clicks. That comes down to one question, really. Are they paying them to um, mentor them and coach them up? I hope. I hope not. I mean, I re- I hope he coaches himself up and mentors himself. He's got he's got some room for improvement, yeah, right? That's simple. Then if if Tannehill ain't you know he ain't getting paid extra, he ain't got to mentor him. He's got a job to do. He's got to yeah be the starting quarterback. Just because you draft this young bug, that ain't your fucking job to do it. You're the coaches. You do it. You're supposed to mentor. Where's the QB coach? He's getting paid a million. Tanny, you did nothing wrong in my book. You're fine. And at the end of the day, they're going to worry about getting on the same page with Hooper and and, uh, Woods. 
That's what he need, needs to do. He doesn't need to. Hooper, be... dark horse of the year, seventh <laughs> round dark horse, white horse. Uh, if you <laughs> peach horse, um, if you really look at the world though, and I get that it's all about inclusiveness, and I'm all for that. I'm in. I'm for an inclusive society. But how many people do you? How many people do you know that? Like are actively he's going to be fighting for a job, right? Like, I don't think anybody's saying, oh, this is Tannehill's job. Like, of course, he's going to be the starter coming into the season. But if, just like Mariota, when when Mariota had his demise in that six, two and four start in those six games, and then Tannehill, t- there was a lot of people that were like, oh, Tannehill should be the starter already. We don't know if that's going to be saying being said about Malik Willis or not. So, like yeah, oh, he's, that, he's, hey, that first double interception game, oh, the conversation is sure. going to get cooking. <laughs> yeah, and it, especially if you take L's, right? If they're winning, you it wins, won't be you sad. You lose two in a row, Tanny. You're probably not starting that third one. <laughs> Possible. And that's what I'm saying is it's kind of an un, unfair fair question at that point in time whenever he's never even met the guy, um, and they're both competing for the same – it's like – yeah, you're working together in an organization to be the best that you can be as a team, but also they're all going to be looking out for them themselves as like personal career. I don't, I don't think that Jimmy's just going to hire somebody or they're going to hire somebody and Jimmy's just like immediately going to do everything he can to make that guy better at his job than him. So it just, a lot of it, like if you just think of it in a deeper level, it just doesn't make sense that, you know, of course, they're going to be teammates and they're going to have camaraderie, but like the word mentor can be done through actions, meaning like leadership. Just what, like Aaron Rod, did Brett Favre ever go to Rod? And he's like, listen, Aaron, I'm here for you and you only, buddy. That's it. It's me. I'm and- sure Brett was worse than, uh, Tannehill. Well, by a mile, <laughs> right? The- like Brett was like, I'm not, sit his ass on the bench. I'm Brett Favre. And Rod, so you Rogers, you think Rogers, 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 you think Rogers is uh, doing love? You think he's fucking? Oh, he's doing yeah. love. Yeah. Him? He's doing. <laughs> he's love. making love. Uh, I, but I don't know. I don't think that he's chomping at the bit to. And also, why didn't Aaron Rodgers get put on blast on this? The media, it's it's about, you know, you're just looking for somebody. And Tannehill is, this is a classic kick them while they're down scenario. You know, I don't feel bad for the guy at all. He makes, he's a 30 million cap hit. He's got a beautiful family, kids. He lives in a mansion. Trust me. As a dude don't have many problems, right? Like, he's, he's going to be all right. Picks. In the in, in the playoffs, losing yeah, exactly. He got his, a couple problems. <laughs> his performances come on field, though, is what I'm saying. Uh, not many off the field, and he talked about struggling with mental health and talking to therapists. And you know, whether you make a hundred million or you know a hundred dollars a day, I, I I think that mental health is probably still numero uno. So whatever it takes to to get you to that, I think is what's important. So I'm not gonna read into the small times because you don't know if Ryan Tannehill and Malik aren't chumming it up in the locker room today or tomorrow or watching film and how do you know like Malik took any offense to that maybe he did maybe he didn't but it just the media needs something to talk about right the draft's over what are we going to talk about baseball nobody cares about the NBA playoffs are kind of in a you know day-to-time thing Still right waiting now. for the Suns Mavs series to start hasn't started yet hasn't, hasn't started, started yet, yet. can't wait uh, for that one. Oh, yet yet it, ironically it's basically over <laughs> at the same time <laughs> no, no it's it ain't started so no, no it'll worries, be man. started after game three don't worry
<laughs> when the Suns went on the road. How about him? Tatum. Celtics traded back to get Tatum. Greatest trade ever in draft history. You know who was drafted? No, am, am I tripping? Was it Marvin no, Bagley? Fultz? No, Marvin Marcus Bagley Fultz? was drafted before Luka Doncic. That's what I was yeah, thinking. Yeah, it was Markel Fultz, and then Fultz. it was Lonzo Ball. And Fultz then it was... and Ball over Jason. <laughs> <laughs> That is not good. <laughs> oh, that not is great. not ideal. That is not Boston ideal. Boston traded the pick back. That's the best part. It's just, it just goes to show, though, how bad these people in the front office are at evaluating talent. I don't know no, it's what. Terrible. It's all a guess. That's why I say we could do the job. We we really could. Me and you could interview for the Steelers GM job and do just as good a job over a 10 year period as the, as you know, whoever's going to get it. I firmly believe that. I don't care what you say. I mean, yeah, I get your point. I don't know that necessarily you and I could do uh, as well in the position, but I believe that I get what you mean in the sense of we could do it. I believe that, that the nepotism, a part of the league that puts these people into these positions, doesn't necessarily put the best person in a position. It puts the person that knows the people around them uh, or her in that position. And so, I'm not not that there's any female GMs right now, but there's some female coaches entering and emerging. But, oh, it's come uh, up. I definitely know I could do. Uh, this goes back a couple of years, but a better job than Mr. Depoto and fucking Epler. I'll tell you that much. Okay, See? to the audience, he's talking about uh, former Angels front office uh, <laughs> heads that, that nobody <laughs> in the Midwest has probably ever heard of. But he's right. They kind of uh, destroyed that team and destroyed 10 years of Mike Trout's career. But they're off to a great start this year, so be thankful for that because the Reds haven't won a game since 2019. Uh, statistic, not to jump off track here. The Cincinnati Bengals have won more games in 2022 than the Cincinnati Reds, 24 games into the baseball season. Also lost less. <laughs> what? The Bengals won four games in 2022, and the Reds are 3-22. and 3-23. They are 3-23. and 23. Trash, Cizidi. You're telling me you couldn't do a better job than that. GM now the like now the Reds shit. are a, they're an exception. And I I, I will take I mean I will take the... basic animal out of the zoo out of your local zoo and put it in the Reds front office and just have like there's some Australian shepherds that I could just set on a keyboard and they'd probably come around to tap in one of the keys that would get them better management, better advisement than what that trash franchise. You could probably have one play in the outfield, shag some fly balls. Oh, you got to love Save sports. some money. Save some more money. It's it's unbelievable. Shout out to uh Ronnie O'Sullivan, by the way. Arguably the greatest snooker player of all time. If you're not familiar with snooker, you should check it out if you're into billiards. Probably my personal favorite, favorite game out there. What, uh, what was that, Jim? Sullivan. He's known as the Rollivan, man. The Rollivan. Uh, no, he's not. He's known as the Rocket. He's known as the Rocket. Uh, he just won <laughs> his... He won his seventh world championship this past week. Uh, it was pretty remarkable the way he did it. The person he beat, Judd Trump. Uh, if you're into billiards... It's one of the most skillful, precise games out there. I can I equate it a lot to golf. I think it's more difficult than golf 
to be successful at. I trust me, I've played both. Um, I've made a birdie in my life on a par three. I've never had a break over 50 in snooker. Um, never played on a 12 foot table. Never played on a 12 foot table. Um, it's, it's incredible. Check it out. We're not going to harp on it cause nobody knows what we're talking about, but you should check it out. I was wondering what you guys, the big topic, cause we have a few minutes here and this is something we can include men in men's back with us this week. Uh, 50 mils at, at five I F T Y underscore M L Dave Chappelle. <laughs> he he's on stage at the Netflix is a joke tour. It's outdoor. Apparently they confiscated people's phones at the gates, but apparently they didn't confiscate somebody's fake gun switchblade. Uh man runs onto stage, attempts to what appears to be shoulder charge Chappelle. Chappelle, it looked like if Jason Terry shoulder charged LeBron James, <laughs> he threw him like basically to the ground. The assailant was subsequently beaten down by both parties there and the police. And it was the true definition of insult to injury. My question is, is this the beginning of something new because of, and I don't want to be grief eater and drama spreader, but did Will Smith set a standard for this? Is this going to be new? Is this going to be common? Like is stand-up comedy going to be, regularly subject to this type of behavior because somebody's not happy with a joke. And let me share my screen too. So we can rewatch that moment. Yes, absolutely. Love to. One of the craziest shit I've seen. In Peoria, Illinois for Louis show. Dude, 15 people could have run on stage and attacked Louis. There would have been nobody to do anything that day. We were in an auditorium the size of your local high school auditorium. Uh, I mean, it's a bigger building, but it, it, that specific auditorium, anybody could have run on stage. You know, if Louie would you know, be able to kick my ass, I'm sure he would have kicked my ass. But if five of us ran onto the stage, he, he would have suffered injuries. It would have happened. Let me share my screen. I, we're waiting for you. Host the oh, table. Hold me up. <laughs> Technical up. difficulties over here because I was sharing my uh, my audio and I have men blocked with the. Uh, I don't know. Security is pretty tight. You couldn't even get a, a jewel into the fucking show. <laughs> couldn't get a couldn't get a nicotine vape in there. <laughs> There's that tackle. The very moment. I mean, that's, that is good form out of Chappelle. I mean, that dude, I, mean, I don't know if he, deflection. yeah, I was going to say, I don't know if he played a uh, sports feed, you know, is, you know, hey, look at this dude. He's fucked up. Look at that arm, dude. You see oh that? Oh my gosh, his arm's He's... backwards. Oh, oh, oh it ain't supposed to bend that way. Imagine everybody, if, if your elbow, just bend your, just take your elbow, put it in the air right now and bend it a few times like you're doing cur bicep curls. And imagine if it was going the other way. That's what this person is. <laughs> just the exact opposite good. direction. <laughs> Do we Probably know? He deserves, that's karma. You're looking at karma. <laughs> that's yes that is what karma looks like ladies and gentlemen 2022 <laughs> bend your elbow in the opposite direction and that is what you get when you look up karma uh do we know why the person at attacked was it a joke was it a trans joke we know that Chappelle was is a trans kind of, man that probably has something to do with vanguard is that a fact mm -hmm. so that's been reported so is it stemming from one of the jokes or was it just from previous sets that Dave Chappelle has done because I I really didn't uh, get to 
research a ton of it, but I know Isaiah Lee 23 was the person who was detained and uh, had their karma elbow on full display. Obviously, Chris Rock came out and timed the joke perfectly by saying, was that Will Smith? <laughs> and uh, it couldn't have been done better from a from a, a recovery joke perspective. He did a whole, a whole hell of a lot better in that moment than he did when he got slapped at the at the Oscars. But just curious, your guys' thoughts on that and what, what potential doors opens up while we have a, a few minutes left in this segment. Live audiences are done. They're on their way to doom. I wonder if security is going to be tighter now. You know, I mean, how how secure can you get with, I don't know, 50, 100,000 people out in a crowd? Like, how can you prevent that? Well, isn't it a little ironic and, and kind of so fitting for 2022 that we're doing checks at the door for people's cell phones because we can't let anybody. Oh, my gosh. Oh, Hell yeah. We can't. We can't Karma. possibly. <laughs> Men's displaying a very clear high well, definition was picture. Was it, the, was it the guy that handcuffed him like that? Uh, that. <laughs> Come here, son. Well, okay, first of all, why would they handcuff his broken elbow? He's not getting. Yo, that's. He's got both Looks like the other one's in a sling. My God, both they cuffed. fucked his ass up. <laughs> They're both cuffed. Look at that knot on his head. I Look mean, his thing. eye is shut. He looks like Rocky from Rocky Four. Well, they stopped uh, his ass. I mean, yeah. what, what what do you expect to look like? This he missed, boy, he missed like the tackle. He missed the tackle. <laughs> Bad form. Definitely didn't play football. And I don't want to bent in all kinds of ways. I don't want to be the person that makes a big deal out of this and not make it sound like, hey, it's also a big deal that people have run on fields traditionally over the years, whether it's baseball or football or soccer, but they're not typically trying to attack the performers. You guys know most recently whenever that safety from the Bills just like put that dude down. But typically those guys are running on the field and just like, woo, celebrating like, hey, look at me, I'm on the field. In this case, it was a clear attack, attempt at attack on Chappelle. And so I think it's a little bit different than, you know, the streaker running on the football field and then getting, you know, tackled by five security guards who are trying to avoid his genitalia. Yeah, way different. Sporting event, you just take the guy out, game goes on. This, it ruins the whole night. Or makes the whole night. Not sure. To to To, to staple my point of the first part is... We can't possibly steal content from this show, so we are confiscating all your phones at the door, but uh, somehow we missed the person that had the fake gun switchblade uh, still on their person. I'm like, how does that happen? Min's question was, do we strengthen security? I'm like, well, you were confiscating people's phones. Why is somebody in there with a fake pistol, which looks, you know, oddly enough, like a real pistol? And you can clearly tell that. Oh, that was that 3D printed plastic yeah look, look at that blade so you're saying that what they were just going fully off of metal detectors and they weren't doing any searches and they just took it on good faith people were throwing their phones in the bucket before going through that's what we're saying I mean, here? If, if the trans man had it in his jock i don't think they were touching clearly they didn't didn't search they weren't the thorough they weren't in search of Johnson. I wouldn't either. Seems like mental illness was a factor. Oh, of course. Of course it was. 
Well, I mean, they're trained, so I mean, always is, man. Bill in the mind. <sighs> yeah. It's the Fair. easiest immediate explanation for anything that doesn't have a an immediate answer, right? He's a rapper. Lee raps under the name No Name Trapper. Okay. Six thousand monthly listeners. They, did they even spell? Is, this is the New York Post. Did they spell Chappelle right there? Is that how that is that how his name spelled? Look at the look at the comment below that though, man. About five lines down is called Dave Chappelle. Oh, he's got a track. Okay, and he spelled <laughs> oh, Dave Chappelle wrong. Just... Okay, very good. Okay. <laughs> good eye, dude. <laughs> so so no name That's Trapper <laughs> struggles to spell as well. Um, <laughs> He definitely got trapped and trapped in quite the honeypot. Speaking of honeypot, he kind of looks like the honey badger a little bit. Um, that was uh, not a wise decision by him, but there he is on top of a cop car outside of a Petco and a Marshalls. <laughs> it's it's not funny if the if the person has legitimate mental uh, issues, but I, I how many times are we gonna? continue to dismiss behavior based on like mental i guess that's that's just the way it is people tell me greg you don't know what you're talking about like you're not an expert so don't judge i I won't maybe the person really has a lot of things going on i don't know but i don't think that's justification for attacking uh dave Chappelle on stage a maga attack hmm interesting Yeah. yeah well i I just don't want it to change. Like Jimmy said, the the live audiences are. De- I mean, what they're gonna have to start doing is, you know, putting up a full steel cage around. <laughs> that is a huge. Not this guy's eye is closed. That cop is just like, I'm sorry, I have to do this, man. <laughs> cop looks Asian. Represent. <laughs> Dude, think about it. when you ever see an Asian cop. Is that your cousin? I represent. It's Asian Heritage Month. Respect me. Is it? Oh, it is. Right. Guys, it is. A-A-P-I. You guys started COVID. Oh no! Don't oh, be starting that. Oh god! That nonsense. We got a we got an erratic producer here, folks. He's about as erratic as No Name Trapper. He's No Name Producer. That's what he goes by around here. Uh, and he's got he's got a lot of erratic behavior going on right now on a on a Wednesday night. Um, yes, it is Wednesday, but. I don't know. I just don't want it to change comedy. I don't want people. Although Chappelle and Chris Rock didn't look phased. Oh no! And dude, when you mentioned steel cage, I can't stop thinking about like those WWE steel cages. Of course, that's exactly what I was thinking. That'd that'd be nuts. Oh really? Yeah. No fucking way they're gonna do that. I'm just like, put the Undertaker in front of the stage and just be like, all right, come on, just come on. You ever been in a bad neighborhood and you you know you're in a pinch and you want to pump gas and you like walk in? The gas station and it's like one of the those behind like, glass. Yeah, there's like a fucking like bar, a revolving door. There's a, oh, have yeah, you ever seen the revolving door? door in that's the, even worse. Yeah, you put yeah. you got to put your wallet or you got to put or the put the money in the revolving door. They revolve it. They take the money. They put the cigarettes in. Then yeah, it's a uh, it's a lot a lot like that. And that's probably where we'll end up, right? If people can't behave, I mean, you're going to a oh. show. I get it. You know, nobody was assassinated, but in theory, if the dude was successful, then. Chappelle could have been seriously hurt. Could he have not? Oh, right? for sure. I mean, he could have been stabbed. Maybe been hospitalized by now. So. Right. And, you know, I I just... Something's got to change with with 
just where people are taking out their frustrations. If you have mental health you, health issues, you need to seek help, not just attack performers on the stage. And again, not going to blame Will Smith, but interesting that I had never heard of this happening in my entire life. Like, I heard, uh, what, somebody from Slipknot tried to go at Fred Durst one time during a Limp Biscuit concert? But that's like, you know them beefing with one another and and he had access to backstage it wasn't like a member of the audience running on the stage i i just don't want this to to set a precedent where people are just like well because it might sound silly to, to us it does but it's like oh well i saw will smith do it so i'm gonna do it and i know that sounds stupid but sometimes humanity can be channeled down to that simple of stupidity and it is as simple as that. I saw Will Smith do it. He's been my hero. Just a thought.